you know, some things yeah. we don't. Where I'm like, well, so uh, are you going to start it or am I going to start it? You know, I yeah. think maybe I should start it because you start it this I'll, time? I'll start it and then you can introduce our guest after we're done, like getting everything out of the way. You know, well, we got to take care of them that there's a guest. Well, maybe we don't have a guest. Okay, go, go. The music's start still it. playing. Start it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Smoke and Loaf podcast. I believe this is episode eight. If my memory serves correct, I don't think seven is posted yet, but we'll get that up as soon as possible. I thought that this was going to be seven and that the last one that I haven't posted yet was number six. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Smoke and Love, everybody. My name is Chadwick. And I'm Mark. And uh, together, uh, we're just Chadwick and Mark. <laughs> so We're um, just two guys trying to get something started. So we had the holidays, and wow, was that a blast. I drank way too much. So much. And, uh, I've been really like getting back to normal, trying to. I've been building things. I finished. Yeah. Uh, my drum set is now complete. Nice. So I can start miking all of that stuff. and um, I think that's yeah. excellent. I can't wait to hear some banging drums and get some drums into some of our uh, little yeah. little tidbit songs and things like that since we've talked i've also played like three or four live shows yeah um, how have those been some extra money they're going great i have more shows on the way and um i might have a couple of new venues so yeah nice that's i'm really cool yeah i'm just waiting for the day when you tell me i had to do it i got a bartending job at so and so so far i haven't had to but you never know and i'm start. waiting for it i'm waiting for it yeah i mean uh i hit a deer with my car oh, over yeah. the <laughs> since we're taking a break yeah yeah barring this ruin <laughs> Oh man, it was uh it was like 6:50 in the morning on my way to work and my day job. And uh yeah, thing jumped out of like a pine tree wooded area. I I did not see it. I've seen deer on this road before. I always keep a lookout. I mean, I've been driving on country roads since I could start driving. Um right. And you know, finally one just snuck up on me and, you know, the next thing I know, it's like flying over my windshield, cracked my windshield. It, it, when it happened, I thought this thing was like an 18 point buck. Like I thought this was the biggest deer I had ever seen. And I got out and looked at my car. And then once the sun came up and then I walked back, it was the smallest, like not a, the smallest doe but it was a tiny doe. Like it was not a very large deer at all. It was crazy the amount of damage this thing did to my car. Wow. That's so sad. One <laughs> last note before we get on with uh, the show here. Uh, as you know, take care of my dad. And we, we met our fathers on the last show. Yeah, that was episode seven that you haven't posted yet. Uh, yeah, uh, which has a really great intro. If you're listening to this before you listen to the last one, just go back and listen to our Christmas-themed uh, music because it's pretty cool. Yeah, it um, is cool. Also, but my dad's been out of town since then, right? He went and visited my sister in Oklahoma. So I've had the place to myself. Sabrina's down here, and it's been nice. Um, we've been cleaning my dad's room. Um for for like a week now and trying to get oh all, wow 
his pictures and everything in order boring but uh the smell oh my god does he know that you're in there messing around with this room like does no. he have some stuff hidden that he would not want you to see we found we found a, a rifle like he has a I secret don't. addiction that he doesn't want you to know about no <laughs> speaking all right so <laughs> today we've got a guest and he's um He's been listening in on this. He's here joining us. His name is Ainsley Emrys. Let's just say hey to Ainsley, everybody. Hey, Ainsley. And all two of you. <laughs> and everyone listening. Hey, what a, hey what, Ainsley. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. I mean, what a what a segue, I must say. We go in from Chadwick's dad finding like a rifle under the bed to like, here's a guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it here at the smoking loaf. It's new. Is that is that is that just like a common thing in North Carolina? Like, you know, everybody's dad's probably got a rifle under their bed. Like I, I, I see you both nodding. I mean, this is not a visual medium, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I was at my friend's place this past weekend. Uh, we made dinner together, and uh, it was the first time we've hung out since I don't know a really long time. And uh, they have animals all over their walls from what they've killed. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's intense. Um, it's intense. Glass eyes looking at you. Yeah, yeah. I held. I had Gus Gus, my dad's little dog, with us. And I held him up to the bear or held her up to the bear. Oh, Lord. And she was just like, what am I looking into? Like, what is this giant beast? Wow. That's great. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, different worlds. Um, Ainsley, uh, introduce yourself. I would say we, we've been friends a really long time. People are like, yeah, well, a really long time. On. Today, our show is about. Uh, how the industry has shaped our lives and pushing us into what we really want to do. So Ainsley, I brought you on because you've, you've lived in California. You've lived in uh, New York for both, both of where you're not from both of which. Yeah. I mean, you, you lived uh, out in the West, but you weren't born in LA. You weren't born in New York city, but you ended up in those two cities. And what you did was the hospitality industry is what helped pay the bills. So oh yeah, absolutely. Of your story here. Um, yeah, I mean, I I I started in the restaurant industry. Like I think a lot of people start. Uh, I just I was a busboy, you know, at 14 years old. I got a uh, I got a work permit in my hometown. I grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico, um, and like small town. Um, I was just a busboy there, and you know, I it was some of the best money you could make in a small town. I was working at a restaurant, just you know, cleaning up dishes and bringing people sodas and stuff, and um and then at 18 i basically i moved to new york city and you know luckily i had i had some hospitality experience uh moving there because <laughs> that's an expensive place and uh you know it's one of those things it's, it's funny you don't you don't know this until you move to a city but you move to a city and you're like and and unless you have that city's experience it, it, like the the experience on the resume it's like they don't even care that you've ever worked at a restaurant in your life yeah. like did you experience yeah. that chadwick Dude, I, I experienced it moving back down to North Carolina. I, 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 <laughs> I trust me, I know how how ridiculous that that sounds. Like, you would think like, oh, I worked in New York for five, ten years. You know what they they don't care. They're just yeah. like, so are you, are you going to show up on time? Just don't argue with us and do it do it our way. I mean, that's just. Do you have a car? <laughs> Can you make it to work? Five yeah. 
have you forgotten how to drive? That's. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I almost did after nine years in New York, <laughs> not driving. Terrifying. There's a place called High Point, North Carolina. That's terrifying to drive through, just because people like never like once the light turns green, give it two or three seconds. Never just go because the light's green. Oh, someone's because gonna run the run the light. Going to kill you because <laughs> red lights get, never hit the gas. As soon as it turns green, you will die. Yeah, that's yeah. That that's, it sounds it sounds like L.A. Everybody's trying to make that left hand turn, and there's yeah. no left hand signals in in L.A. But do they do right, um, right on red? Yeah, you can do right on red. Out oh, here. I can't do that in yeah. New York. Oh no, that makes sense in New York, honestly. But you know, but I don't know traffic, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but um. So, Ainsley, what took you to New York in the first place that, um, like, you just wanted to get out of New Mexico? Yeah, I mean, I was definitely trying to get out of New Mexico, but uh, I went went to the Academy of Music Dramatic Art in in New York City. I was was a performer. I did music and musicals and acting and all sorts of stuff, um, which is kind of how Chadwick and I met, um, like, through friends of friends like that. And... uh, friends very good looking for everybody who goes to am good looking friends extremely good looking i I oh yeah it's one of the requirements and chadwick was not enrolled there correct it was not no i was (laughs) one of the uglier i went to unc pro which uh being being attractive is against the rules i think (laughs) but Uh, you know you can be talented there at least yeah, we are all based on talent. We're the Paul Giamatti's of the <laughs> of the uh, industry, whereas Ainsley is the Christopher Reeve. And, okay, uh, is the oh, type. that's great! Wow, what a compliment. <laughs> I hope I don't end up paralyzed. But... You're like a blonde Christopher Reeve. Um, oh, that's no, you're a good nice guy. I mean, oh, all thanks. Where all all of the people that I've known are just extremely good looking. Uh, you know, yeah. and that helps. That helps in the restaurant industry. Honestly, Absolutely. being front of house, like I think it, it's helped. It, I think it helped me get the job that I eventually ended up getting you. Which yeah, is a, a job you thought I was funny. He had the looks and I was funny. So I got on there. There you go. That, that's how it worked. Well, and they desperately <laughs> needed people because the turnover was so high at that point. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the turnover all over New York is pretty high, except for, you know, certain restaurants that really hold on to like the high dollar ones that if you haven't worked there for five years, you're not getting a good section oh, or a good night. I, New York is one of those places where if you're a career waiter or, you know, bartender at the right restaurant, you are making, you know, over three figures and yeah. you can actually have a life, you know, as, as a career waiter. Yeah. There are places yeah. like that in New York. There's places like that in LA. Um, but I mean, those say mm. that, would you say, we remember how we worked together and it was a pooled system. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Here I, goes Chadwick with his pooled system. Well, I was, I was actually gonna. I mean, no, I definitely, I listened to that. I listened to that. I mean, Mark, I gotta say, I have to agree with Chadwick as, as working with in both as a bartender and as a, as a server. It's, yeah. it, I mean, like in very, I mean, even in very rare occasions, I worked at a small Italian restaurant once that was basically maybe twenty tables at most. Mm-hmm. And it was me and it was me and one other server on basically every night, unless we were really busy. 
and we would pour all our own wine and make our own drinks and everything. Yeah. And that was the only place that wasn't pooled because it was just basically me and the other server, whatever was just swapping, swapping tables. Yeah. So that was yeah. one of the only places I worked that hasn't been a pooled house. Now that I've, now that I've worked in big cities, basically, because yeah. I mean, I've lived in either New York city or Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 35 now. So since I was 18, you know, yeah. um, they don't do that. I, so I, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm surprised, but, um, I don't think there's high enough end restaurants for that type of system to really, you know, work because there's just, so much up and down in the check yeah. average and the tips and I think and things like that. So factors. no, I, I disagree, man. I, I disagree. I think that's how you, you build a stronger team. And we've gone through this a thousand times. I will go through it a thousand more times. If I could have that point on every single episode, I would just to drill Here's it. the thing. Here's the thing it fixes that you cannot deny that it fixes in a restaurant is the level of competitive and kind of like kind of skeeziness that can go on in your restaurant because a restaurant is like a family and if everybody knows that they're at least walking out of there with 80 to 150 bucks like in a pooled house environment instead of like making 30 one night and making 200 the next you're gonna make a solid more average and it and it equals out to 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 more of a a regular uh, sensibility in your in your own finances i think that's one of the most one of the most volatile things about working in the in the service industry is you don't exactly know what you're going to take home from week to week. I can't imagine what it's like right now within the service industry. I, you guys were talking about your Thanksgiving episode that people were going out to eat and and something like that happening in LA like I mean right now I mean we're like the epicenter of of covid right now so but and not not to go down that path but <laughs> yeah yeah it's just we, crazy I, it's it, yeah it's, it's, I, it's a way to make it more even, I think, it, uh, with a pooled house is basically my point. I agree with both both sides of the argument. Like, I'm not saying that Chadwick is wrong, even though I love to say that Chadwick is wrong. Oh, yeah, of um, course. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so I, in New York, I noticed that he, he, there was one story that really stands out to me. And I want to I want to give part of the story and then let Ainsley take off with it. <laughs> But one day, uh, we we're working on the rooftop with the. Where's the tell, tell them about this rooftop. Tell them how crazy this rooftop. Was. This rooftop is is pretty incredible. So what got a pool? Can you say the name of the restaurant? Fuck Again? it, yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't should, matter. Statue of limitations. It's over, right? Soho Years. House. Uh, it's called Soho, Soho House. house. Yeah, uh, there's a um, there's an episode in Sex in the City that shows the rooftop. Uh, and and the episode is actually based about you, the membership of being at Soho. So I think I don't remember the girls' names in in uh, Sex and the City. But, um, it, it, uh, it's it's like a New York nightclub slash country club, basically. I mean, you would see yeah. Jay Z and Beyonce. Like you would see. Um, I actually I accidentally like hit on the girl that was in Doctor Who, like the super pretty redhead. Like I had no idea who she was, and I was just like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like I know. You know uh rose mcgowan gave me a kiss oh yeah i remember that night yeah that i was, mean that was just some fr- i mean bizarre fun stories i saw mumford and son play like five feet from me i the florence and the machine was there one night yeah i uh <laughs> i won't say anything but maybe some extracurricular activities with her one night and that was kind of cool oh um, okay yeah, yeah so look <laughs> the point is is this is a really high-end rooftop and one day, 
it's in the middle of the afternoon and uh, someone is complaining that their purse is gone and it's a huge deal right uh everyone's freaking out like what the what the hell there, there can't be a thief on up here these are cream of the crop entertainment people nobody wants to steal from it it's a private member there. club yeah and there's cameras yeah. why would anybody chance that and then another person's like hey my wallet's gone and then another person my my purse is missing well um ainsley take it from there <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so oh yeah we, so chadwick and i we both worked at this rooftop and like you said there was there was there was missing items all of a sudden there's people missing cell phones like this is back in the day where there's a bunch of blackberries and like i think like early early iphones and stuff like what year was this chadwick do this you remember like 2010 11 wow so we're talking at like nine or ten years ago for sure oh, yeah so and we're on Basically, the I, I, 12 now. So like, yeah, <laughs> our lives is what iPhone was it? <laughs> yeah, I think it was, you know, Which like, iPhone was it? One. The iPhone 2 Plus it was the first time they yeah. had it. Plus. <laughs> so, oh, all right. Man. So anyway, so it's like, yeah, it is. It's like 2010 or 11. And um, we're, we're, I, I'm, I'm working the morning shift. You worked that day, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. there. Okay, because because I I was working the morning shift because around at, at around that afternoon I think it was around like two or three is when like all this started happening like people started noticing oh hey my cell phone's gone oh my wallet's gone my purse is gone so so basically I was getting cut from my shift it was around two or three in the afternoon I believe yeah. and um they had caught someone on the security cameras like all around Soho House that was stealing it and it, it was it was this it was this guy this young kid. In a baseball cap and shorts, and like he had, he had a he had a book bag, like a backpack. Um, so I'm I'm just walking out, like going through, and and as you exit the building, you have to you have to go through security, and they just kind of look at your bag, make sure you don't like I don't know, you're not taking toilet paper, I don't know, whatever you would take out of there. Right. And the manager, the man, yeah, the manager's down there, like take just toilet don't... paper. I take bottles of wine. I don't know who's the cooler yeah, one here. <laughs> I mean, that definitely happened too. I mean, I remember uh, well, we got a lot of gin that one night from Nicola. Remember, <laughs> he gave us those two bottles of uh, Bulldog up on the roof yeah, that night. Right. Yeah, that was fun. Um, um, we not bullshit anymore. It's called Bulldog. <laughs> uh, just get it out of my sight. Don't tell anyone. Put it in your bag. Take it, Insle, Chadwick. Go take it. It's okay. <laughs> that's the difference between a new new york manager and a north carolina manager a manager in new, a north carolina would be like if you think about taking that home you are fired now <laughs> like, right if you look at it wrong you're fired yeah yeah, yeah. okay so anyway back to the story so anyway i'm checking out of the, i'm checking out and 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 um our manager oh what was her name uh chadwick the 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 she was from um nigeria oh. um what did we call her? She was always, she was always like, namaste, namaste. Like that was her thing. Chadwick like, didn't say what was her name. He said, what did we call her? What did we call her? <laughs> hurricane, because her name is Kine. Yes, it was Kine. Kine. Because she was like a hurricane. She, as a manager, she could make her rounds around that rooftop in 
in seconds. seconds. She could have just talked to every freaking person, every guest, and know what's going on. She was just a life force. She was a force wow. of nature. Her yeah, she was on point. That's awesome. Definitely. Well, she was she Namaste. She was checking us out down there. So, like as I was leaving, she was the manager checking us out. And as I was walking, walking out of the building, she notices this guy from the camera walking by on the outside of the building. Now they didn't know that the guy had left the building yet, but she noticed him from the camera and then started shouting, there he is, there's the guy. So I'm sitting there like an idiot with my backpack, just with looking at him kind of walk by. And I have a decision to make because this guy starts running and I don't know what was going on in my head, but I'm a dumb 25 year old. So what do I do is I drop my bag and I begin, I begin a foot chase with this kid <laughs> around, around the um, meatpacking district of New oh, York wow. City. Yeah. It's nuts, man. So, so I'm takes off. He's like, I got it. Don't worry. I look like Christopher Reeve, and I've got blonde hair. And look at my beautiful <laughs> smile. I'm gonna so I'm day. So I got my like six foot two, like lumbering ass, like <laughs> bounding down these like crowded New York um, streets, me. like this meat packing, and I'm chasing this kid, and like we're yelling at each other. And I'm like, hey, stop. You stole a bunch of stuff. And I'm shouting at other people who are like shouting at me who are like trying to stop him. There's this one guy that pulls up in this Cadillac, a convertible Cadillac. And he's like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like kind of jogging at this point because we've been running for a while now. And I'm yelling at this guy and I'm like, he stole a bunch of stuff from this restaurant. And he's like, I'm an undercover cop or like I'm an ex-cop or like oh, something wow. like that. And like raced ahead in his, in his um, convertible. And then like, so... At one point, the kid, it, we're kind of like walking, like slowly, like catching our breath. And we're yelling <laughs> at each other, like mother effer, mother oh my, like, you know. And he's saying, oh, I got a gun, fool, a gun. And I'm like, you can't run that fast with a gun. And I'm like, you know, just dumb stuff. And <laughs> you know, we're like having this full conversation of dialogue while, the, you know, yeah. he's got thousands of dollars and cell phones in, this, in his backpack. And I don't even know what my plan is at this point. I'm basically just following him. Every time he starts sprinting, I start sprinting. We're going all around this meatpacking. He jumps into, a, into a, a, yellow, a yellow cab at one point. And, and I jump in the other door and then he runs out the other door. So it's like a movie where we like run through the taxi cab. <laughs> like to wow. get out it, it was nuts and then at one point the guy in the cadillac kind of like pulls up and 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 does like like you know in the cop movie where Trying they to like, like box him in up and kind of yeah like 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 divert his path so like yeah. diverted this this guy's path and he like ran yep he ran like a, like a sharp left and there's this group of guys smoking outside of a bar and i was like stop that guy help blah 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 so one of the guys ends up like kind of like tackling this guy as i come in and also tackle him and then luckily the police show up out of nowhere because the guy the guy in the cadillac had called the cops so it was wow. this like crazy new york like running around like I, it, it was probably like 25 minutes of like jogging around the city of new york and I like after story. this guy I wow. just totally love that story i i've always loved that story and, and my question really quick ainsley did you get a raise? <laughs> no, no, I actually got, you know, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Did you get a free meal out of that? No, no, I did not get a free meal. I did yeah. not get a free meal. Chadwick. Those, I, I saved, people. I saved, I, I, the, the company told me that I saved the millions of dollars of lawsuits based off of the, 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 the information that was on the phones that was recovered. 
just off that because there was like high-end executive and all sorts of shit with passwords yeah. and bank accounts and all sorts of stuff that plus the cash yeah. and everything that they got back um about a week later the new york times hit me up and they asked they said hey so we heard about this thing that happened can we like write an article about you and i'm like yeah that sounds really cool like i'm just this like young actor who's working at a restaurant like any kind of thing to put my name up would be great basically so they they contact soho house and soho house exits it they said nope you can't oh. do it you can't you can't talk about it you signed an nda when you started working here you either you, you know you can't do the thing so wow. i ended up not i haven't ended up not being able to do it. they ended up interviewing the guy at the bar that kind of like did the tackling of him but they did they i couldn't i couldn't say anything about it and that, that's crazy that's probably like the biggest regret and then like a couple months later they gave me like a 50 dollars gift card as in thanks and I, I was just like and and two bottles of gin a little while back <laughs> yeah right <laughs> well hey guys uh we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit about the differences between dining in new york and la talk about uh on that and have some more stories Hey, Tony. Hey, you know what I'm tired of? What are you tired of? I go to a restaurant. I got my wife with me. I got my 14 daughters that were sitting around, and I say to the waiters, Hey, I want some more butter for my bread. What happens when the butter comes out, Tony? It comes out cold. Colder than my wife after the day she learns I'm not getting a stimulus check. You know what you need? What's that? You need a butter warmer. A butter warmer? Yeah, I got this little butter warmer. It's the size of a Zippo lighter, and I just pull it out, and I turn it on, and I warm the butter up. So you're saying that there's a pocket warmer that you could just pull out of your pocket, and you can warm your butter right there and then? Absolutely. Get yourself some more bread, you cheap motherfucker. We're we're back. We're recording. Hey, welcome Guys. back to Smoke and Loaf. I'm Mark, and we're here with Ainsley. He's yeah. telling us some stories about New York and uh, some yeah, of his fun, crazy, crazy adventures. <laughs> yeah, Chadwick and I, the crazy restaurant we used to work at. Um, yeah, this is this is this is a nuts place, man. This is like we were talking about before. We saw concerts here. We saw we saw so much things happen. I mean, like in, in our time period there, you were talking about a, a, a renovation. Um, and then what the, remember the, the girl, the girl that got uh, drowned while we were working there. Yeah. That that's uh, there is, I, it's, um, I think it's like a first four, not a first 48. What, what is it called? 48 hours. I think did a whole episode wow. on it. So yeah, you know, we won't go into details because it's not the story for us to tell, but uh, that goes to show you what what kind this of this place. Anybody, everything could happen to this place. I, I mean, I, I like. Do you remember yeah. when uh, when um, oh god, um, what was his name? Um, the transporter. Um, um, oh, <laughs> when, remember yeah. when he was How standing was there for a long time? Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, he yeah. he would he he would like always order like 
like coffee and like stuff to his room you would have yeah. to like deliver like hot coffee and yeah. stones. it's 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 insane like you'll be working like i had amy polar knew me as first name basis for a while because she'd get her tea and this is back when she was uh having her, her child she was pregnant at the time uh everyone from yeah christina mattinson is that is that her name she was uh in Candyman, you know, we t- I talked to her about that was when the new Freedom Tower was being built and she wasn't from New York. And she's like, what's that big building over there being built? I was like, well, that's the new, you know, Freedom Tower that was being built. So yeah. there's a lot of <laughs> it, it was an f- interesting time to be working there. First off, yeah, New York, New York New- was, was being rebuilt. Um, it was within 10 years after 9-11 and um the whole highline project was right over there yeah yeah like, lots going yeah. on lots going on but so many funny stories we don't need to talk about every celebrity we met what was the uh, oh, God, nda yeah. about like because you said you guys signed an nda <laughs> is this violating your <laughs> nda right now? You guys yeah we're definitely all going to prison basically <laughs> after this i i remember when tom cruise came in and he had like 30 security detail with him Okay. Uh, they tell me, hey, Chadwick, you're going to be taking care of Tom Cruise. Yeah. And everyone's leaving the restaurant and he's, it's just going to be you and his seven people in there. Um, so we're, we're clearing out the restaurant and he'll be here shortly. If I were to go on social media and say, guys, you're not going to believe who's going to be here in 15 minutes. Like, I okay. cannot do that. They do not want you to say, they don't want people knowing. Yeah, where- yeah. Well, that's too, the kind of thing if somebody okay. were to get drunk and and say something vulgar or yeah. do something out of their character I well mean, that just, makes sense or make out with someone that they might probably not want to be seen making out with like yeah oh yeah. wow i mean yeah we, yeah we had, we had that happen too whether it's yeah. kevin oh Tracy yeah coming in with young oh, definitely. guys we like, had we had we had vin diesel coming in with younger guys <laughs> 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 like you know <laughs> things that nobody yeah. knows about oh. it's true and now 42 people will <laughs> well, there you go <laughs> but um the, i think the point for them is th- there are news and no camera no cell phone policy um and and as the the staff working there we we have to be really respectful of their private lives when they are there uh we had a girl that was fired because she said to a member hey it's really great to see you again that's two nights in a row well guess what he was with his wife on the second knife and had told told her that he just got in town (laughs) and she said excuse me you were here last night and uh the chick was up he was with a girlfriend the night before showing her the club that he's a member of and he lost his marriage. It ruined his marriage. He lost his shit. That girl. Got Way to fired. go, Chadwick. That, that Way to go. That's yeah. Really yeah. Um, so. <laughs> and that was Chadwick. <laughs> that, that young 18 year old girl was. <laughs> was, was, was Chadwick. Yeah. Back when he was a you know, pretty young thing. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, um, those are the things you. You have to think about when you're working in a private member club. Yeah, that that was okay. the NBA, basically. You you couldn't. And that makes sense. You know, they didn't want you talking about. Yeah, I like you know, 
people people knew who went to the club so if you're like oh i served jay-z last week it, it, you know no big deal but if you're like jay-z was with another yeah. woman and like that and like it ever got out to i mean that was the problem with 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 doing the news article is that is that it was going to be publicity about Soho house that they couldn't control necessarily they didn't want and like you know the, they could report that there was a robbery at soho house but they didn't they didn't want anyone like inner inner house saying anything about the details their lacks on their security or what, whatever, whatever their problem was with it. But, you know, I could have been, I, that could have been my 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think, oh, you know, no, what's the saying? No news is good. No news, news. is no good news. No news is bad news. What is it? All publicity is good. <laughs> <laughs> Get your name out there no any way you can. Good. Yeah. Uh, any, something, some colloquialism. <laughs> So California, different pace from New York. You're not chasing any bad guys. No, I, 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 and since moving to Los Angeles, I did not chase any bad guys down on foot. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's good. Different pace that's out good. here. You know, you I'm go sure from pizza to tacos and, you know. Well, are you faster now? Are you eating tacos instead of pizza? Are you faster? Are you stronger? You know, I'm, I've gone vegan since I moved to Los Angeles. So, I, you know, I feel maybe a little bit more healthier going on the plant-based diet. Um, that's that's been that's been good for me beautiful oh yeah see this but um it's you know it's just water and uh staying in the apartment all the time and (laughs) and yeah uh i went yeah i went i went vegan i don't know i don't know if that was because of california but um yeah since moving out here i i I, i've been in los angeles i think now for about eight seven or eight years and um I worked at I worked at some cool restaurants out here. I worked at a. Uh, it's funny out here in LA, almost all the bars have to have like a theme. It feels like there's like you, you have like a rocker theme or like a cowboy theme or like you know some kind of some. They're they're all trying to attach themselves to something. Yeah. Um. I, and I worked at I worked at like a cowboy theme bar. <laughs> and New York, it really is. It's it's totally different. It's like look, you just want to be yourself. If your bar has candles and it's dark <laughs> it's yeah. cool remember yeah. the that. darker and more candly your bar can be and like the more like stairs you can go down yeah the, the, the more secret the it is <laughs> it's so true the more stairs you can the yeah. more underground the lower you, can you get, get in like you more... know if you're like oh hey we, we just got to like you, you you go in into the subway you're like oh no no we're underground but wait till we go like under underground <laughs> like the sub we're gonna go yeah. subterranean level level where they like they make them yeah, yeah they pop. make they make those cocktails out of like lava rocks that they're harvesting from like the earth's floor. <laughs> like those are the cool places to go in in new york oh yeah. i was, I was yeah how did you guys decorate well when we excavated this cave we found a lot of helmets from you know different construction <laughs> workers and that's basically what lined bathrooms do you remember was. the construction workers that we ran into in the so in the subway that one night it was like it was like three or four in the morning me and you had definitely been drinking and we ran into these two subway workers and we're sitting there having, to, we're just chatting with them, like, like, uh, like we're both sitting on the train across from each other. And I think you ask them, you're like, hey, what's the craziest thing you've ever found down there in the tunnels? And one of the guys, do you remember this? Do you remember what he said? I vaguely remember this. I don't remember what he said. He said so it's, I should probably don't deserve to have asked that question. Oh, 
okay so so you 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 turn to the you turn to the guy and you're like so what's the craziest thing you've ever found out and the guy the guy thinks for a second and it's this big like heavy set like total construction worker you know got his hard hat on like yeah. big like you know the orange vest and anything and he thinks for a second he's like you know probably a human foot <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, me and chadwick and me and chadwick are dying we're like what and then wait, but here's the thing: is the guy sitting next to him is like just pause there, like you know, not laughing or anything. And it's just, it's just like, no shit, you found a human foot too. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? We were dying, that's so, man. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, so ridiculous! I remember once. I remember once asking that. I like to ask those types of questions, and I remember I said, "Well, so how how do these homeless people die on the tracks? Is it that they jump in front of trains?" He said, "Actually, most of them die when they go between the trains to pee, because we go around a curve, and the two handlebars come together, and they got their head." out so the two handlebars that you hold on to between the trains on around a curve they come close together within inches and it uh smashes their head while they're taking a piss oh and geez. Was like, whoa that's pretty uh nobody wants to be on that train right no. <laughs> you know? yeah that's yeah. that's so dark. hope that didn't trigger anybody uh, the, subway, trigger? the subway is a crazy place let's just say that like, yeah for sure <laughs> Um, um, so, let's get back to food. I mean, yeah, let's oh, yeah. get back to the cowboy bar. Oh yeah, the cowboy bar, man. So <laughs> that was the first place I worked in L.A. I had cowboy hat and all. It was real cheesy. It was really embarrassing, actually. Like when I, oh, kind of thing, I mean, but I mean, you know, you you gotta you gotta work where you can. You know, when you're first yeah. new to a city, you know, it was the first. You know, it's funny. Even coming from New York City, I was thinking Mike Chadwick was like, I got New York experience. Even going to a city like LA, I was like, I got New York experience. Like it should, you know, carry over. But even then, people yeah. were like, oh, "Where's your LA restaurant experience?" You know, it's, it's it's weird. It's like you think you think you think that people working if you worked in a restaurant long enough and that you have a long enough resume that you think that people would know that you kind of would know what you're doing. But I, I, that's really not true. There's a lot of people in restaurants that just, you know. Yeah, and that just doing. goes to that just goes to show the diversity and the differences between each restaurant and each market that you go to. Like people just want market experience, not necessarily restaurant experience. Yeah, absolutely. They want that. I mean, like, especially in bartending, they want you to know people. They want you to have mm -hmm. like your crowd and, and yeah. I mean, you, 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 you've managed and stuff like the back of house and front of house, right, Mark? Um, not so much front, mostly uh -huh. back, but yeah. Um, a couple restaurants I worked in, you know, we kind of had a, a foot in, in both areas, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, regulars no, no. and having your crowd, I mean, are, is huge. It's key and, to, and that's how, that's to success. That's how you build those, yeah, especially, especially in, in, like, the neighborhoods. L.A. is a very, like, neighborhood-oriented place. Uh, basically, you kind of you stick, in, stick in the place next to your, next to your house because you don't, you don't want to drive everywhere. Because it takes forever to, to get anywhere. Yeah. And you don't want, yeah. you know, if you want to have a couple glasses of wine, you know, you, it's just easier to stay in your neighborhood. You don't want to drive it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I, I, so you can walk, or, I mean, you can walk here and there? Yeah, here and there. Like, that, that's what's kind of cool. I live in, I live in, uh, I live in North Hollywood, uh, part of, it's kind of like a little bit suburby of like, you know, Hollywood, Los Angeles. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of Hollywood, Hollywood, but, you know, um, 
the my favorite place I worked at um, was this really nice place down in Santa Monica, and that was a really cool bar. Like I I, I got the that was another place where I, I worked with celebrities. You know, Cuba Gooden Jr. was uh, he was filming the uh, the O.J. Simpson um, yeah, show yeah, at the okay. time, and he would come in like after work, and he came in at one time, um, and he was just like really kind of to himself and like really quiet, and. Uh, uh, you know, I was just talking to him because I, I had got to know him a little bit at this point, and uh, I yeah. was just like, "Hey, man, you seem a little low. Like, can I can I get you like a nice like red or something? Like, he, he drank a lot of red wine, and he was just like, yeah. And I was and I kind of was talking to him, and he's he he told me he was like, wow, that day he was doing the Bronco scene, like the scene oh, where wow. he was like breaking down, like all yeah. that. So yeah, he he would have an emotional day of set, and then come to this restaurant and kind of sit by himself have a really good yeah. meal and a couple glasses of wine. And he was really nice. He was really, he said, yeah. I asked him, I asked him, I was like, what, what was your favorite movie you did? You know, thinking, uh, thinking like Jerry Maguire or like, or like um, there will be honor or stuff yeah. like that. He said, you know what he said? He said, snow dogs. He's like, that's what dogs. I was thinking. Snow dogs. Yeah. He was like, I got the one with puppies and like, that's like such kids. a great movie. I know. I was like, that was his favorite movie that he filmed. You know, it's funny. That's cool. Well, Maybe we'll get him on our show one day. <laughs> well, yeah, you should. You know, ask him. I don't know what he's doing right now. <laughs> so, uh, being a vegan, uh, I want to kind of get into uh, some more of this food talk. And be- being vegan, uh, I, I hear, this is all I hear. But I live in the South, right? Yeah. Vegans are far and few between here. I mean, we, we almost had a rule that no vegans were allowed on our show because, you know, meat is... <laughs> Chadwick couldn't even make it 30 days without eating meat. He had to use Thanksgiving as an excuse to eat meat. The buffer. (laughs) Look, holidays are hard. Holidays, you know what? Like holidays are the hard part, or like one hard part about being vegan, because you're like you don't want to disrupt. Like I don't want to disrupt people's eating habits. Like if you want to lather something in butter, like you can. Like that is that. That's like your choice. Like good, but ah, yeah. I can't have it. <laughs> like that's the, that's well, the thing, I, and that's that's my I choice. To that it, uh, here, when you mention vegan, especially to say an older person, they're thinking, so what? You you eat carrot sticks, some lettuce and nuts, and you're like, look, it's it's a lot. You can do so much more than meets the eye, and. Something that I ran across that I wanted to share with everyone, which would bring us to the recipe of the week. Cue the music. Cook it, then eat it. Cook it, then eat it with Mark and Chadwick. Okay, the recipe of the week. That's a beautiful uh, song, guys. I, I just got to chime in. It is great. Chadwick's, <laughs> really Chadwick's you know? it's pretty fortunate that I uh, chose a podcast partner that actually can uh do some jingles and hey, make got, some music and stuff it's awesome in the background right now yeah you know? <laughs> that was one of my uh, favorite parts of living with chadwick is, is uh is his musicianship we would we would sit by yeah. the piano and just play and sing like some beatles yeah stuff, like uh you know yeah. it was great but every great time i go over there he's he's playing on the piano that's for yeah. sure yeah uh so, thanks guys i appreciate it uh <laughs> i i wanted to get into I, I brought along with me now, I, I just want to say I did not write this recipe, but I wanted to share 
a recipe that I really enjoyed. So I, I can't take credit for this. I did change it just a little bit for myself as I didn't want to go and buy a bunch of macadamia nuts as they're very expensive. So yeah. I used Brazilian nuts. They were um, the, the same type of consistency and a lot cheaper. So if you if you see a nut, if you hear a nut that's on here that you don't like you and you want to switch it out and it may have the same type of um, feel, like same kind of crunch or you know how all nuts are different. Um, <laughs> nuts, small nuts, crunchy nuts, hard nuts, soft nuts. We got nuts, big nuts. Um, I, you can get whatever you want. Uh, so here, all the I, nuts. I, Your nuts. <laughs> Let me just say that. I made a vegan lasagna. And like everyone's like, what? But you've got ricotta. That's all about cheese and meat. And yeah, sure, you could have a veggie. But I was like, no, no, I want to try this out. And I swear by it. I really, I, I know I love re regular lasagna with cheese. But I'm telling you, this was not only just as good, but it was healthier. It didn't give me acid reflux. It, um, it just I could eat I could eat it a couple of days in a row and not feel nearly as guilty. You could eat the whole pan without feeling feeling guilty. Dude, I, I'm probably you, without I, taking I, a nap too, right? <laughs> I ate for a week, and uh, so here's how you make. There's two different cheese that you, you want to make. So first is um an herbed macadamia ricotta. All right, so or ricotta, uh, depending on where you're from. Uh, one, one half cups of Brazil nuts or uh, macadamia nuts. You want to soak those if you can, if you don't get around to it. I didn't, so I didn't. Uh, I didn't have the time. I didn't soak them. It still worked great. One half cup of water, two tablespoons of fresh lemon juice, two tablespoons of olive oil, one teaspoon of minced garlic, three-fourths teaspoons of salt, two tablespoons of um, minced fresh Italian parsley, one cup of basil leaves, um, and one cup of green or black olives. You basically take all of that, put it in your ninja, blend it, and it's incredible. The consistency is that of ricotta cheese. Wow. And the taste, I, I, my dad is not a vegan. I gave him a taste. I said, how do you like this cheese sauce I made? He thought it was amazing. He had no idea it was not cheese. You can make some great replacements. It's really, it's really awesome, yeah. like, how much you can yeah. make nowadays. Um, and there's also a ton of, like, it's not, not to derail, but there's a there's just tons of replacement stuff now that, that tastes so good. Oh, yeah. And, like, once you realize you're only eating vegetables and spices and herbs, you're like, oh, it's just, you know, it has a fact so you're not, there's no the fat, lasagna. there's no butter, that, you know. Yeah. For this lasagna, uh, you, you know how you, you put your tomato sauce on the bottom so your pasta doesn't stick. You do your layer of pasta, and then you're going to hit it with that macadamia or a Brazil nut ricotta, right? And then... Uh, you're going to hit it with, um, you know, some more sauce, your vegetables, if you're going to use some Beyond Beef or what, whatever it is that you want to use in there. It doesn't have, you don't have to use any protein. Um, but for your cashew cheese sauce, which is, is uh, one cup of raw cashews, a half cup of water, two tablespoons of fresh lemon juice, one teaspoon of salt, and a half teaspoon of rice vinegar. Again, hit that, put that in your ninja, and this has a completely different um, 
consistency. The olives and some of the other stuff that kind of the minced garlic and everything from the the uh, ricotta, it gives it a very nice gritty consistency. It's a lot thicker. Uh, this doesn't have all of that filler. So what you're getting is a very velvety, silky cheese sauce that's not cheese sauce. It is incredible. And again, I fooled my dad with that one as well. Is, he had is, no idea. Is that one kind of like your substitute for Alfredo if you were making yeah, like a white lasagna? Absolutely. And then you can even go a step further by adding in more garlic or adding in more basil or whatever kind of herbs you like. Now this, it's just pretty straightforward um, for the lasagna, for the sake of the lasagna. Yeah. Uh, you can add fresh basil to anything and make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Want. Put, put fresh um, basil on anything you give to me. I'll tell you. I love me some yeah. fresh basil. So, so th there it is, guys. I mean, that's pretty, pretty simple. The, those are the two. Those things are not that hard to make. I know a lot of people who don't cook or maybe you're in college and you're hearing this, you're like, rice vinegar? I've never bought that in my life. Look, one bottle will last you six months. You're not going to use it that uh, often. More. But you, <laughs> open up your you open up your world to so many other things if you've got a couple of these things on the list here. And uh, wow, it, it it really is delicious. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's so many, there's so many just like quick kind of like pasta sauces and stuff like you could make that are vegan. Uh, you, you can, you can, you can boil some potatoes, some cauliflower and some carrots, throw that in a blender with some nutritional yeast and like, you know, a yeah. little bit, a little bit, a little bit of water. You'll blend that up. You have, you have vegan macaroni right there. You know, like it, it's, it's, yeah, it's I basically, yeah. Popcorn. Sabrina Ooh. and I putting nutritional yeast in our yeah. popcorn yeah nutrition it, yeast is, is an awesome it's it's like a uh, i don't know what it's like a multi kind of salt flavor yeah. to it it's great yeah. yeah that's a great way of describing it oh. <laughs> so uh ainsley do you have do you have a favorite vegan recipe or um uh, yeah i mean like like i was saying there there's 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 like a lot of pastas uh, you guys are in the south love your love love your macaroni um, there's yeah. some awesome, there's some awesome vegan macaroni and cheeses, uh, that you can make. Like, like I was just saying, basically all you'd have to do to make a really good vegan mac and cheese is, uh, you can take, you can take two yellow potatoes, um, about a couple carrots, uh, and then some onions and then a half a cup of cashews. Um, and basically you throw that all in a blender with a little bit of, um, garlic powder and onion powder and then nutritional yeast, and then boil the macaroni. You blend, you blend up the, uh, sorry, sorry. You, you, take, you take all your vegetables and you steam those. You, you, you just boil them in a pot. Get them soft. With a little, yeah, get them soft with, with just a little bit of salt in that, in that water to soak into the vegetables. You're gonna do that with your cauliflower, your potatoes, and your carrots. And then once you have that, you're gonna throw that in the blender. And that's when you put in your nutritional yeast, your salt, your garlic powder, uh, you know, anything you want to do to season it. Then once you have that, you take that uh, blended, it will be hot at this point, And you can basically just pour that straight on your pasta after you strain the pasta. And you have this really great, thick, cheesy tasting kind of um, real kind of you're like your class. It's not going to taste like box macaroni and cheese. It's not going to taste like crap, but it's going to taste like that homemade macaroni and cheese that you make that's like real thick and it's really creamy because yeah. of the cashews cashews really like add up and froth up and, that, and that, that's what that nutritional yeast is there for is to add that buoyancy of that cheese so you don't so you don't lose so you don't lose that nice kind of like 
thick consistency that like we all really want when we have cheese you know that that's yeah. the hard thing about cheese and vegan is but the cashew i, I must say that the cashew cheese is a really good replacement anyone who's anyone who's who's afraid to try vegan stuff i'd say just just make sure to try like the right vegan stuff because there are some weird tasting stuff i think a lot of people shy away from it because they're afraid that they're they're not going to be able to be adventurous with their food anymore and yeah i think that's the part of the adventure is getting crazy is is getting go nuts and invent something and here here's here's a meal you could you you can feed your kids that's nice a meal, a meal you could feel, feel your kids. You want to talk more nuts? <laughs> you, I think Mark does. Here's, here's the easiest thing. Mark, Mark, do your kids eat, eat meat? Like, will, will they eat, like, tacos? And- uh, my kids basically only eat meat or okay. cheese. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, that's, that's like the American diet. That's what I grew up on. I grew up, like, on meat and cheese and bread. And, and pasta. Yeah. The, the the simplest thing if if I if I was if I was to make a meal for for ten non vegans I would probably just yeah. take some tacos I would take some yeah. impossible I would take some impossible meat I take a yep. couple pounds couple pounds of impossible meat I brown that up real quick if I want to make it super easy I'll go buy some taco seasoning from the store and just throw that in with a little bit of water boil that down here's your taco meat you dice up some yeah. tomatoes some onions you heat up some tortillas and you are you're, you're good you got a great meal and and no one will be able to tell that that's not ground beef impossible meat yeah. is really crazy it's got it's got no, beets in it it's a protein that bleeds it's really weird yeah <laughs> i've 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 had a little bit of it and i i think it's great i think the the one thing that uh, is just like off for me about vegan like i love vegetables i could eat vegetables all day long but then it's just that cheese part and you're you're talking about making like a macaroni and cheese sauce with potatoes and carrots and yeah, the carrots and, it, and it, it's still it getting green. that consistency. Yeah. I want to try it and see if my kids will eat it for I'll, sure. I'll send you the recipe. I'll send you the recipe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we can, uh, eventually we're going to start putting the recipes on our website so we can put it up on there too. Awesome. Oh, Mark, uh, you can yeah. also, if you want, check this out, man. Listen to this episode because I told you how to make a cheese sauce. So, we get another listen. I'd usually go listen to you. I was just listening to Ainsley. So <laughs> instead of muting my microphone, I mute my headphones when you talk. Just totally tune out. Great, great, Thanks. great uh, podcast. <laughs> Anytime you're talking, I tune out. I just wait for my turn to talk, honestly. You know? <laughs> great. That's awesome. Well, hey, Ainsley, thank you so much for being yeah, on. Yeah, thank you very much. We appreciate it. You're a first, well, second third fourth you're a fourth I, I, official I'm just, guest i'm happy to be i'm, I'm happy to be here that, that's you know I, I, yeah. but you're our first uh like real like kind of guest yeah, interview I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah it's in. awesome I'm not even in north carolina with you guys which hey chadwick yeah. I, I just want to bring up the, the, the in the last episode that i listened to which was the thanksgiving episode this is the last episode that has been released since uh you, you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned the the uncle story about how uh, your your uncle basically showed you showed you, you saw your first pair of boobs through your uncle. Yeah, and it was his aunt. Yeah, and it was his aunt. You know, you know, and then, and then and then your uncle was trying to be like creepy around the like I don't know if he was trying to creep around the pool. 
I mean, I think he was just he was just trying to get you to pay it forward, man. He just, <laughs> you showed he showed you some boobs. He was just you know he showed you his lady's boobs, which just happened to be your aunt. You know, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in you that you didn't want to pay it. Your aunt. It just so happened to be your aunt. <laughs> Come on, you, you just creepy. Just say, look, man, I, I'm helping you out. Just so happy to. That's not my fault. That's, you know, that's, that's all. That's all. So I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, you know, defend, you know, Uncle Jim or whoever he was, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I should have been more appreciative, of, of, and uh, shown him more boobs i guess <laughs> or ask my girlfriends i mean that's all i'm saying you know? hey, there you I go pay him he did help me can you yeah help, me? help you help him help me yeah yeah <laughs> there you go yeah. <laughs> uh no um but yeah thank you for being on the show mark hey yeah thank you for being on the show hey thank you i appreciate it i think this uh this is the start of something cool doing these uh interviews and things and uh getting things going so i think it's great yeah all right Appreciate guys it. Well, thank you for listening this show was brought to you by us and we're going to keep the music i think we already did the music's probably fading out oh it's now. going it's good oh, yeah. wow i love the you all right guys thank you again have a good night all Thanks, right guys. bye hey everyone mark here Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Smoke and Loaf Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Smoke and Loaf Podcast. And you can also check out our website at thesmokeandloaf.com. A special thanks goes out to Davenport for helping us write sketches and also to Andrew Ham who helped create our logo. The podcast is brought to you by TSL Studios based in Greensboro, North Carolina. We hope you enjoyed. Tune in next time and we'll have a great time. <laughs>